Welcome to WW Fit Forever. I'm your host, Aline. And hi, I'm your other host, Erica. And we are here to talk about dry January and sugar-free January. We really took on a big challenge and we recruited a couple of uh, Pasadena 830 members to join us and we have them joining us today here on our podcast. Say hello to Carrie and Rachel. Thanks for having us today. It's been a it was a long 31 days. Oh my gosh, the longest. Hi. <laughs> Rachel's our, our shyest, shy, our most shy friend, but she um, she did the challenge with us. So I don't know what it was. We kind of, I guess we were stuck in the holiday um, eating treats kind of cycle and too much sugar all at once. And we decided after this, uh, um, the clocks uh, struck 12 on uh, midnight, uh, January 1st, we were going to go sugar-free and dry. So uh, Carrie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience doing both and which, which one you thought was more challenging? So I think that in the beginning, I really enjoyed it. I, I had gone just absolutely bananas over the holidays with my eating. It was the out of control kind of eating. It was just shoveling in whatever sweet treats happened to be around with the holidays and this and that. And having this hard no, I really appreciated. A hard no about the sweets, a hard no about the alcohol. I didn't have to decide every time I came across a stray cookie or a random cupcake on my path. It was just, I'm not having that. And having a deadline made it easier too, because it wasn't, I can't have this forever because those sorts of things make me lash out and rebel and eat all those sweet things. So knowing that February 1st, I could reevaluate and decide if I wanted to do this again. So I think the hardest thing was probably sugar Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't, alcohol I can I can leave the alcohol though towards the end of this month things have gotten very stressful and I found myself really craving alcohol more than sugar but made it made yeah. it through you made it you made, made it, it and I really can identify with that hard no like mm-hmm. when it's just taken off the table of you're just not going to have this for this amount of time then I don't know as it goes along sometimes it gets a little bit easier mm-hmm. you don't have to make that decision and fight with yourself every single time so. yeah I think that's a phrase we picked up from Margaret who's going to be one of our guests on the sh- on our podcast soon but yeah Margaret said that she couldn't do this journey eating sugar the way she did or having the addiction to sugar that she does and I feel the same way it was it was kind of refreshing and relieving to not have to think about it mm-hmm. to not have to think okay once I start I'm gonna want more 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 I'm never gonna be satisfied I'm gonna you know crave different versions of it so for me ironically and I was very surprised dry January was a lot harder and I'm not a big drinker I only drink a maximum two drinks when I go out um, probably only on the weekends but yet I kept wishing I could have one. Mm-hmm. So last night I made my last mocktail and I think we discussed it before one time, but I'd buy individual servings of um, crystal light and I just put it in my water and you know, my, there's my lemon wedge and I had it and, and, and for, for the first time I realized I'm not even missing the alcohol because it doesn't add much to the taste. Mm-hmm. It's just that effect, that wind down, relax, have mm-hmm. fun kind of effect. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I could keep doing this, but hmm. yeah. So your mocktail is a crystal light plus a lemon wedge? Yep. Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, it's like a 10 cent mocktail. <laughs> Man. 
man. All right. Yeah. Well, Rachel, yeah. tell us about your experience. Well, I'm a huge, uh, I have a huge sweet tooth. So, um, for me, uh, abstaining from sweets and desserts was, was crazy, but, um, I did it. And to be honest, it's kind of weird. I, I kind of feel empowered because I said no. Uh, my daughter and I are big Disneyland people. So we've been to Disneyland three times in January and each time I, didn't have any of the very decadent mm. sweets. Not even a churro. Not even a churro. <laughs> yeah. And she had a churro, uh, a s'mores one, and ate it right in front of me. <laughs> it smelled delicious, but I didn't have any, and I really felt good. And on the third trip, I was craving something really sweet, really bad. So I got a pineapple uh, spear, and it was mm. super sweet, and it, it mm-hmm. hit the spot. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel really good. And I don't know if this has anything to do with staying with the, the sugar, but... I feel like I've been sleeping better. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah, so. Carrie and I always mm-hmm. talk about how much mm-hmm. we sweat yeah. at night. <laughs> no night sweat. No. When I've had a lot of sugar yeah. or a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> I sweat. So I, 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 I think that's definitely the sugar. No hangovers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no hangovers. <laughs> no hangovers. Wow. Yeah, there are times in this sugar-free, because I've done it in the past where I've, I've given up sugar or dessert, like for, mm-hmm. for Lent or something, and it's been hard. This time I kept, like, having these moments of, like, hmm, I wonder if I could do this in February, too. I mean, listen, I don't know. Tonight, for sure, I'm having a real <laughs> cocktail, but I don't know. Like, I'm still sugar-free, mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like... Maybe I could do it, or maybe I could just do it during the week. But I just feel better. Yeah. I, I definitely am going to try and uh, go sugar-free during the week. Um, but on the weekend, I'm if there's something that I feel is worth it, then I'm going to take it. But um, I'm not. I'm going to try to avoid it. I'm not going to do the usual pop in my mouth a piece of chocolate just because I walked by it at work or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I tried my um, little chocolate cake banana and an egg and a... Um, my, I made that, but I didn't have any um, stevia, so I put a packet of um, sugar, uh, the crystal light in it, mm-hmm. the strawberry yeah. flavor one, and it was oh. actually too sweet, but it, oh, it was really that's good, scary. but it was, it was, <clears throat> if I had maybe just used half the pack, it was really sweet. Is that like a mug cake? Mm-hmm. No, it's like a, you use a, an egg, a smashed banana, and um, a cocoa powder, and oh. it comes mm. out, and you put it in, the, it is like a mug cake, but um, you just put it in the microwave for... Mm-hmm. A minute and a half or so, and I usually put a packet of stevia, but I didn't have any, so I put the crystal light in it. It was actually too sweet, but I could taste the strawberry in it. So yeah, it was a strawberry chocolate cake. It was good. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, why don't you weigh in about your pound dropper cheesecake that you made this month? Yeah, so I, I resorted to making sugar-free treats because I, <laughs> I needed to have. I felt that I needed to have a dessert, and whether that was fruit or something else. I wanted to have something, so I finally tried the the famous pound dropper cheesecake recipe online, and the first one I made was the lemon, and I added more lemon, more zest, a little more, a little more oomph to it. But they were so good, so satisfying, and once you leave it in the refrigerator overnight, it really took on that cheesecakey texture. Mm. And it was just fat-free Greek yogurt, eggs, a little bit of my, I like the swerve sweetener. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's and really it was so one. easy. And then I made an espresso version, which I think affected my sleep because I would have it at oh, night and yeah. it had some uh, a couple tablespoons of uh, espresso in it, but quite tasty. It was a nice replacement. Quite tasty, yeah. I found it important to find replacements. Yeah. I didn't have a good alcohol replacement. Uh oh, no, no, <laughs> no crystal light. Topo Chico, yeah, My bubbly Topo Chico is the best thing. Crack oh, one open Topo in the glass Chico. bottle. That's yes. the best I get. Chico, That's I don't great. even know what that is. Oh, it's a Texas thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bubbly water. But oh. it's very bubbly. They mm-hmm. have it at Ralph's. 
They okay. actually do they have, have it at Ralph's. Grocery stores and okay. Yeah. All these. It's now, um, I know our workshop. Is, this, is that is that the right terminology? Okay. Yes. Workshop. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our our topic today at our workshop was all about mindset, and you know, I it kind of got me thinking about how my mind acts without sugar. First of mm-hmm. all, I feel like when. Like during the holidays when I was eating so many treats and so many sweets, I was constantly at war with myself. I was constantly fighting myself, justifying, you know, um, not keeping promises to myself and things like that. So I was really thinking about today about, you know, how your why drives you and, um, and the difference between the pleasure of the sugar versus the satisfaction of having gone through the whole month without eating it. I mean, you may hear a little background noise here. We're we're here in Sierra Madre. We just had a celebratory massage. Yes. <laughs> so how motivating was that, guys, as far as, you know, having the group that did it together and knowing that we were working toward a reward? Absolutely having the group. I didn't yeah. want to let you all down. I didn't yeah. want to have to text in and be yeah. like, I ate I a cookie, a real one. Yeah. That I wanted to tough. get my massage. Yeah. Well, and I was first afraid what would happen. Cream. It was so nice to have a non-food reward. Too. I was, yeah, I was afraid what would happen if I had a real cookie. Like I wouldn't be able to stop for a few days. No, I think that that I, I I've said this a couple times. Like the beauty and the downfall of Weight Watchers is that you can have anything because mm-hmm. if you're not in that right mindset to really do things in moderation. Mm-hmm. And it can be a disaster, and that's where I was over the holidays with the sugar. It was just eating full packages of stuff. I mean, right. just so mm-hmm. much sugar. So, yeah. But I feel like it was um, having the support of you guys uh, really helped me do it. It kept kept me going forward, no sugar, because I didn't. I would have made me feel. I know this sounds cheesy, but it would have made me sad to think that I let you guys down yeah. and didn't, uh, you know, do what we were supposed to do, so we could have this fun massage. So, um, what are your best lessons that you learned from this month of, you know, cutting out a couple of things for a short period of time? So at the very end, I started to feel deprived Mm. and this past week I had a really tough week and I ate a lot more other things. Mm -hmm. I stuck to our, our pact and I didn't eat sugar or alcohol, but I ate a whole lot of other things. So I think for me having a shorter term window so like monday through friday Mm -hmm. no unexpected treats or no packages or having a little more detailed guidelines on what i am or am not cutting out for the temporary time to navigate things so that i don't get that deprivation feeling Mm -hmm. i i noticed that too because like i i think i mentioned to you guys over text i kept reaching for things that otherwise did not appeal to me when I have the option of eating dessert or sweets Mm -hmm. like I was eating more crackers and I'm like Mm -hmm. who am I since (laughs) when do I really like crackers but there I was maybe I mean who knows maybe there was sugar in there you know hidden sugar and I just kept wanting to reach for it but it was like I was looking for that sensation which is why I think it's so important for a mind to be like in the game because when your mind is there you can control anything so true no Mm -hmm. temptation is too great but when your mind is not there, mm-mm. it's all brownie Sundays from there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like in the beginning of the month, I got that horrendous flu. So I mm. desperately wanted um, comfort food. Mm-hmm. And I wanted sweets. But I, I just, um, I might have snacked on things that I shouldn't have. And I maybe wouldn't have. Like Aileen mm-hmm. said, it's like I went for like the chips instead of 
instead of a, a cookie. But um, I feel really good that I was able to muscle through and stick with the sugar-free, and I feel really good about that. Yeah, That's I can't good. believe you did Disney. that in light of all the temptations around you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could imagine yeah. a long day at Disneyland. Disneyland and then mm-hmm. the office, everybody kept bringing stuff and offering stuff. And the firm has now started, they are providing snacks. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. man. And I noticed when I, when I was doing it initially, I noticed on Instagram, because, you know, our phones listen to us whether we like it or not. Yeah, I, uh, I kept seeing hashtags for, you know, no sugar-free January and dry <laughs> January. And I'm like... We're not the only mm-hmm. ones. And I would click it and be like, 200,000 posts. I'm not alone. And it just kind of gave me a little bit more encouragement yeah. to realize that a lot of people were trying it. Some people teased me and said, why'd you pick such a long month? <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, they're like, couldn't you wait till February or Chinese New Year? But I think I like that first of the year resolve yeah, because definitely. you have a lot of definitely. drive, a commitment. You're able to just kind of yes. take on something. and you challenge everybody around you is on board which makes it a lot easier i think nobody's trying Mm -hmm. to bring treats all the time and things like that for the most part you know in Mm -hmm. january most people are on the health train yeah yeah and we're we're trying to do another goal for february i think um we talked about doing binge free so and that's gonna kind of um deal with a little bit with the mindfulness aspect of it because you kind of have to rein it in and stop before you're reaching for that second pack of whatever treat it is that you ordinarily you know just track one of or whatever so we're gonna try for that and see we'll figure out what our reward is gonna be for that one that sounds good and if there are any of you pasadena eight thirty peeps that want to join in with us let us know I think this is a great, um, these little short-term challenges, I think, are mm-hmm. are good motivators to keep moving forward and keep conquering different areas and, you know, trying things out and experimenting and, yeah. And challenging ourselves so we can realize that, you know, if we're going to do this forever. Then what's the rush, <laughs> right? Yay. <laughs> 